Jason Wall's political editors with us. Hey, Jason. Afternoon, Heather. Is I that- am a big soft serve fan, by the How way. How much? How much? I was actually in the ads. I was trying to find it as well. McDonald's website, as you said, a big old soft serve, but I won't tell you how much. I think no. probably a dollar something, but absurd. So dollar um, ninety says someone. Dollar ninety says Ethan. Two dollars says Bernie. But apparently, according to Ants, it, it it varies across restaurants. Actually, you do not pay the same amount across each restaurant for the same items. Did you know that? I didn't, and I'll tell you what, on the way home, I'm going to get one as research, and I'll text you. How oh, about my that? gosh, yes. Good from you. That's exactly what we need from you, some some on-the-ground journalism. Um, is Damien O'Connor going to quit? It's an interesting one. I um, We tried to ask um, Chris um, Hipkins about that today. Of course, they came out with their big old portfolio list. This is who is doing what within their cabinets. Now, we don't. he didn't outright say that somebody was going to resign, but he didn't rule it out either. Have a listen to what Chris Hipkins said when I asked him if anybody else is going to be leaving the Labour Party. I'm not going to make any announcements on behalf of anybody else other than that as long as everybody is here, you know, as long as the you know 34 members of parliament we have are in the team, I'm going to make sure they're busy and I'm going to make sure that we're harnessing their skills and their talents. And has anybody approached you and said that they would be stepping down at some point um, in the near future? Nobody has confirmed. Um, obviously, I, after, in, a, in a period of time like this, after an election loss, there'll be people who want to take the summer to, you know, to contemplate that. Um, but nobody has given a firm timeline for making decisions on that. So nobody has confirmed, nobody has given a firm timeline. So, of course, uh, you're right to point out somebody like Damien O'Connor, who's been in Parliament for donkey's years, and, of course, p- people like Kelvin Davis. And that was uh, equally sort of made more apparent today. Kelvin Davis, who was um, number three on Labour's um, list, or their uh, ministerial ranking when they're in government, is now down to one, two, three, four, five, way down the list. He's, he's, he's passed about 20, I would, I would say looking at it like this. So I wouldn't be surprised to see him go, especially given the fact that he has talked about quite openly about leaving if he didn't win his um, Titai Tokoro seat, which he didn't, um, but he's sticking around. And then Damien O'Connor as well is one that has been speculated might be leaving as well. But we're going to have to wait till after the summer to see if they're going to stay or if they're going to go. Yeah. Hey, what's Tapati Māori said now? Yeah, well, this one kind of got to me, and I've, I've talked about it a little bit today because we've been talking a lot about this week about um, various different inaccuracies. Winston Peters, of course, um, saying that the media were bribed. So it's only fair that we talk about Tipati Mari as well. Debbie Nari Wapaka has said, um, quote, and she was talking about the government smoking um, or the reversal of the incoming um, smoking rules. She said, quote, there is an absolute deliberate intention of this government, as I, uh, as I said, to create systemic genocide. They want to lock us away and with this smoking turnaround they want to kill us away which is pretty a strong use of language that use genocide right there and shane jones was on the platform this morning here's how he reacted to that look i think that the maori party have decided to weaponize language in a most insidious fashion to deploy the term genocide is to align yourself with the willful extermination as pursued by the Nazis. Debbie Ngarewa Pekka is not only misrepresenting uh, Maoridom, but she is on treacherous territory to deploy that word against any of us. And I do think that he has a point on this one. The United Nations Genocide Convention defines genocide as any of the following acts committed with intent to destroy in whole or in part a national ethnic, racial, 
or um, or religious group. The deliberate killing of a large number of people from a, a particular nation or ethnic group with the aim of destroying that nation or group. So a few of the more famous genocides around the world, 1994's Rwanda genocide, where between 491 and 800,000 people were murdered. The Armenian genocide, where between 600,000 and 1.5 million people were murdered. All the way down to the Holocaust, where between 4 and 7 million Jews were murdered in Europe. Um, it's incredibly insulting, I think, to be throwing the word genocide around when, quite frankly, it does not need to be used in this context. And it's not actually the first time we've heard Debbie use this word as well. Mm -hmm. um, she said during the COVID time, Tipati Mari were having a crack at the Ministry of Health for ignoring, quote, ignoring every piece of advice given by Tangata Fenua over the course of the pandemic. Um, they still don't have a plan. Their blatant willingness to ignore Mari health expert advice is committing us to bureaucratic genocide. Oh and yep. it's just, it's it's too much. And I think yep. given the fact that we have, um, that Mari are disproportionately impacted from things like smoking, choose another word. Don't say yep. something with such... It's just careless yeah. and it's also not very serious, is it? Jason, thank you for that. Jason Wall's political editor. For more from Heather Duplessis Allen Drive, listen live to News Talk ZB from 4pm weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio.